0: Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I use science, spirituality, and play to help people relax into their true essence so they can experience more ease, joy, and abundance. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. You are going to love this conversation. I love this conversation. Today, I've got my friend Hannah Hermanson here and she, like me, is a 4-6 MG with emotional authority. And Hannah is the CEO of Done For You Copywriting for Coaches, which is amazing. She is amazing. Everything about her is amazing. I am so incredibly grateful. Sometimes the word grateful just doesn't feel right for me. I'm looking for a a bigger word. And I am so much bigger than grateful for Hannah's existence, for her friendship, for her knowledge, for her wisdom, for her guidance. And I'm so excited to share her with you today. Hannah, was a member of the last, the very first version of the money class, which I ran from March to May. So we just finished. And today Hannah and I are talking all about money and she is sharing a bunch of her epiphanies from the class. I hope this conversation excites you. I hope it makes you really happy and opens you up to the playfulness of money I hope it, I hope it completely blows your mind and I want to hear all about it. So please hit me up, email me, come to my website, kelseyabbott.com. If you are not already on my email list, come do that. Come get your free human design chart. You can do all of that at kelseyabbott.com. And of course, stay tuned for the next round of the money class. I will be talking all about it, but you'll find out first if you're on the newsletter list. So again, come play at KelseyAbbott.com. And now, how about we get into this conversation between me and Hannah Hermanson. We are talking all about money, money, money. Hannah, welcome back. I can't believe it took me so long to formally invite you back on the Find Your Awesome podcast. I'm so glad you're here.
1: It is the perfect time. I am excited to be here as well.
0: And a lot has changed in your life since you were last here. So I think last time you were saying like my dream is to move to Mexico. So will you catch us up please on where you're living, what you're doing, what what is your dream life that is real life look like yeah. right now?
1: I real life that dream. You totally. did. So I am living in Merida, Mexico in my house with a pool. I know it sounds silly, but pool has been my vision board thing for so long. And so it's such a treat that I get to say that now. So thank you for the prompt. <laughs> I am joyfully recording podcasts and my house in Mexico, looking at my pool. That was one of the affirmations I had last time we talked. And I also was probably doing a lot more coaching the last time that we spoke and have evolved that from doing coaching for coaches to learn how to market their business to now doing it for them and really stepping into my gift of strategy and copywriting for coaching businesses and that's that's it they are pretty big changes though changing the format of my business and the place that i live in the last couple of years
0: yeah they're huge those are like the two major things yeah. right I, I mean you're still married to the still same married, person still have a
1: dog yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you're still you um what else has changed in your life like two years is a really long time so in moving countries in evolving your business. How has all of this impacted Hannah?
1: I feel so much more like, I want to say bohemian. And I'm thinking about what we talked about around like this chameleon effect that I have. Um, But even just like, there's just so much more ease, right? So the weather is different and I don't, wear as much makeup or do my hair or wear as many clothes or like get as like, um, made up. And I feel like that's part of this like shedding and this just like really being who I am. And it was definitely no irony that when I moved locations, my business evolved and changed. I think that this environment has given me so much more freedom to like be that more bare (laughs) version of myself. And, like I said, step into the gifts of, I was doing so much with like coaching and all these different elements of what a business needs and creating all of this stuff. And then when I simplified where I was living, who I was being, and then obviously my business kind of followed suit in that way. And so how am I different? I'm definitely trusting Hannah more because I have stripped away so much. I'm in such a different environment. I'm making up my business. We all are, right? Like making it up as we go. Every day Mm -hmm. I show up and it really feels like I'm trusting myself and there's not as much of the like external, you know, I have to build my business this way because that's the right way. Or I have to have a family in this specific way because that's the right way. There's a lot more freedom. And in that finding, finding more of my own, like trusting in myself.
0: I love that all so much. And I can relate well to all of it completely, but also the audience couldn't see you the way you like talked about just wearing less clothes and simplifying. Like you, you were talking about like before in your hands came in, like you were contracting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when we lived in Maine, I what the it was so cold that I'm constantly yes. contracting, I'm constantly like my shoulders are up, hands are like in front of my face. And I don't know about you, but one of my core desired feelings is to feel expansive,
1: mm. mm-hmm. so being able
0: to like spread out and again, yes. wear minimal clothing. I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah, it's amazing how those little things all are connected. Actually. Remember, I just had a flashback as you were talking about living in a cold place. I used to live in Wisconsin and I was an academic advisor and I would get up early before work and go to the gym on campus. And that meant that my whole day was work because I would like go work out on campus, then be get ready on campus. And that whole getting ready phase in the gym always was so annoying to me. And then you just kind of got to roll into the rest of your day. You're like on. I was on all the time and I remember being so frustrated one day and I was starting to learn more about this like personal development world and goal setting. And I wrote down in my phone app, like things I no longer have time or energy for. (laughs) And I was just like, I'm just going to list out the things that like, I don't want to be available for anymore. And the first one was like getting put together, like all the layers, all the mascara, all of the like stuff that I would put on myself to like be that professional person that sits in my cubicle and is grateful for my 401k and then drives my Toyota Corolla home to, you know, get rid of it all eventually. Um, but that's just yeah like a flashback I had and I think there's some lesson or some permission for those of us who feel like we're acting or like putting on a lot of things that might be a sign that you're a little bit out of alignment or you know need to trust in yourself a little bit I never at that time would have thought like this would not have resonated with me at that time so maybe not helpful for the audience that's here.
0: Oh, I think it's completely (laughs) helpful. I mean, I just, I'm constantly shedding things, shedding, like just shedding some stuff in my business. I'm shedding some stuff. There's things that I look at, like I feel into my body like right now. So we have a, um, 15 and a half week old puppy who, when I come back from a bike ride, I used to like bring my bike in the house, And then take my shoes and helmet and sunglasses off right there. But now, no, 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 because the shoes, helmet and sunglasses are very exciting for him. So Mm -hmm. I walk through the house in my bike shoes, still wearing my sunglasses. And it's become something I'm like, I'm no longer available for this, but I don't know the solution yet. So I think Mm -hmm. we're always evolving to a, "Mm, I'm no longer available for this.
1: Yeah. It's like a healthy exercise. Like,
0: yeah. And as manifesting generators, we change a lot. So we might be completely available for something one day. And the next day we're like, oh, nah, I don't do that anymore.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Our friends just got to keep up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to talk about money today. What is when I say money, how does that feel in your body?
1: I feel so giddy about it now because I take this amazing money class with the one and only Kelsey Abbott, who really <laughs> helped me change my relationship with money. I mean, I really do feel giddy and like curious and excited about it, but it definitely was not always that way. So.
0: What did it used to feel like for you?
1: Ugh, so much Ugh and so much um, trying to figure it out. So I was sharing this a little bit with you that as a business owner, I, you never exactly know where your next dollar is coming from. And that stressed me out so much. So I would have spreadsheets and sticky notes and like, I would always be like computing like trying to figure it out. And then it was never enough, right? I would like figure it out, but then I gotta figure out how to make more and more more and never enough, that whole thing. It felt exhausting. And then it also meant that, um, like my ego is, was, was tied up in the money too. Like it meant something about me. So if I had a good number in the bank or on my little sticky note that I was expecting, then that meant I was good at my work and my business was good. And I was smart and I was confident and I was all these other things, but then in weeks or months or that number wasn't good. it or I wasn't hitting my goals, then I never could achieve anything. And look at why am I even doing this? And there was just so much um, meaning in money. And now that my relationship has shifted so much, it's, it's less of an attachment for sure and what it means for me, but there's also so much magic around it. And there's way more happening than just what I write down or what I think is happening. And I've even broken that habit of being really controlling or like obsessed with the numbers over the course of this money class. And I knew we were going to talk about money. So I was like, oh, just for fun, let me go and see how much money I made this week. And it's like a lot of money. Like it's like, you know, more than I made. And anyway, it's just amazing to see how it really is out of my control and so when I was trying to control it so much and force it and figure it out of course I of course it didn't feel good and now it's like kind of magical and exciting and I'm curious instead of controlling
0: oh god so that when you were describing the controllingness of it it just sounded like such a roller coaster too it sounded so exhausting like I got this breathless feeling
1: Yeah, and it was never ending, never ending, never enough. And I think as business owners, we like, I see this a lot with people that I know and work with because I work and know a lot of business owners. And there is this like monthly cycle, right? Like, how much did you make this month? What was the revenue? And it's just constant and it's never enough. And I also started to ask myself before the money class, like, when will it be enough? Like, I can't do this forever. I'm not going to be 80 years old trying to figure out my monthly revenue. Like, what is the goal? Like, where am I going with this? And starting to get more clear on the real intention has been really helpful to slow that down, to create more breathing room, because you're totally right. It was exhausting and breathless and heavy and hard.
0: And what is, what did you come up with for your, what is your real intention? What is enough?
1: Yeah. So there's, I'm a specific manifest Mm -hmm. generator. So I have like a specific You know, I want to now buy a home now that I've gotten my taste of my Mexico house we're we're renting this and I have a really um, big vision of buying a home that we can use as uh, like Airbnb and retreats and also as an investment and just the great possibility that would be in owning a home here. So there's that tangible, like specific thing that I want money to help me get to. But I've also realized that it is a game. And me trying to like hustle to some finish line every month or think that it's going to end, like wasn't even the right question to be asking, like, when was it always going to be like this? no, it's not always going to be like this, but there is always going to be a flow of money. Like we just live in a world that that's the reality for us right now. And so leaning into the journey of it as cliche as that sounds and becoming more in a, of an observer of like, oh, this is how money is flowing. Oh, this is how it's working for me. This is where it's coming from um, has been a huge shift, subtle, but huge in the energy that I have around money and then get back the energy that I then get back from money now.
0: Yeah. I'm curious, has money surprised you more since you've shifted your mindset than it used to
1: totally because I have this new lens, right? One of the things that you had us do at the beginning of the class was to just start to build a real gratitude practice around everything because it all was exchanged for money at some point point. And so starting to see like how much abundance there already is. And then little synchronicities, like finding money on the ground, or even yesterday I had to set up, I had to connect a new bank account. and They do this cool thing where they deposit money and then you have to confirm, oh yeah, I got 11 cents. And so I was like doing that exercise. And usually that would be super annoying and tedious. And I got to log into this and then I got to authenticate it. And I'm not a robot and that whole mess of it. But I was like, they just gave me 11 cents. Like this is just, I'm getting paid to do this right now. And those little things, like it it really shifts, um, you know, the, like it's magical, like those synchronicities. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love like your energy as you're like, they just gave me 11 cents for, I'm getting paid to do this. Like that's the giddiness yes. that yes. you were talking about earlier. And like, I love giddy energy. I know I want to go to where the giddy energy is. It makes sense that money does too. Mm -hmm.
1: It's like, it's like, what's over here? Yeah. I want some of that. Yeah. And again, the cliches that I've been hearing around like business is an energy game and your vibe attracts your tribe. Like all of that stuff has really been true for me. And as someone who is strategic and, an entrepreneur and likes to figure things out and make a whole plan. Like, I love that. But money doesn't. <laughs> and so when I freed it from those confines of like, you have to go here every single month, then these other opportunities have been coming in, you know, things that I wasn't even looking for or open to because I had one door that I needed money to fit its way through. And I was like my business and this is the thing I created and this is how it all has to come. And I was in that control mode. Right. And I didn't see opportunities outside of that one way to get money. I thought my business was the only way to get money. Yeah. okay, Chase is sending me 11 cents. Yeah. okay, I'm finding money on the ground. But I also had an aha that I should have a rummage sale. (laughs) We've, We've been paying for a storage unit in California with our old stuff in it and during the money class I happened to be in California and I was like, this needs to go. This is a huge money drain, energetic drain, but what are we gonna do with all this stuff? Oh, we just made a couple hundred bucks because we decided to release that, you know, move that stuff forward. And there's more opportunities coming to me that I never would have considered because it wasn't my business door. The one channel money comes to me from. So I'm starting to say yes to some of these other projects. And that's where it's like, oh, like it's just coming in all these different ways. And that's the magic that I'm allowing money to, to be now.
0: Yeah, I that that trying to like corral or like herd money through one door, I mean, I don't like going through one door. Like show me, wait, if I can see other doors over there, I want to at least peek around the corner. I want to see what's behind them. And I might want to want like one of those more than this one you're trying to force me through.
1: Yeah. And the other piece that you really helped me I like the money class really magnified for me was that I was really ungrateful because I was always like more, not enough. Where's the next thing? Where's the next thing? And so some of the practices you shared around like that gratitude and that abundance that I talked about, like money also really loves when you're grateful for 11 cents and implementing that and being grateful when I pay my bills and being grateful when I pay my team and like just being again, the cliches, like you're supposed to be grateful, but like really starting to have that embodiment and that practice and that accountability for like, what are the money miracles? Because if you're not looking for them, you won't see them. And then why would they keep coming to you? But having that space every week to come back and be like, oh my gosh, wow, magical things did happen this week. Let me reflect and appreciate and spend some time in gratitude instead of just like my lip service. I'm grateful for my house today. I'm grateful for going through the gratitude journal motions. Mm -hmm. Like it's so different than that real practice that we've been doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. And it, that practice, I feel like doesn't even have to be around money. It's just what miracles did you experience today? I, today, two miracles that are at the top of mind right now are both from my bike ride. One was this black ibis, which is a bird took off like right in front of me, like kind of, I had to slow down a bit. and I'm like, oh, the, it seems like something a bird shouldn't do. And then Zumi was investigating the compost because compost is super exciting for a puppy. And there were these wasps swarming around, these huge black wasps. And he was just starting to get super excited about the wasps and like about to be snapping at the wasps. And this dove flies down at like 10 feet away from him. And of course, making a bunch of dove noises as it flies. And so Zumi hops away to go investigate the dove. And then the dove flies off. I mean, it's not just animals as well. But when we see the miracles, I think the universe gets kind of giddy and is like, oh, you like that more. Yes, I send you more.
1: Yes. And that, you know, people talk about co-creation all the time. Okay. I get it. Like you, you use the universe, whatever. But again, it's like this new level of understanding for me, this new embodiment that yeah, on my walks. Now, when I see money on the ground, I'm like winking back at you universe. Mm, uh I see what you're sharing in abundance. And you know, I might've, I wouldn't have noticed it, or I would've thought it was like trashy or something. And now it's like, really walking through life with that lens that the universe is leaving us little clues and we're just playing this game and we are like co-creating together. These are words and I've heard these words before and we've listened to podcasts like this about abundance, but there is a different embodiment to me now than last time we talked or even a few months ago when I would have maybe again, had some lip service on this topic but there's some embodiment piece that's feeling really powerful.
0: Yeah. How would you say that you got to that stage of embodiment? Because there is so much lip service, especially like that your vibe attracts your tribe. like You say that and part of me like zones out a little bit and there's, yeah. there's just the co-create with the universe and everything is happening for you. But then when does it become like, oh, it is all happening for me?
1: Yeah. When you start looking, I think so. I had read a bunch of books and especially on money, because I was clear I wanted to change my relationship on money. So I had read a lot of books and it like, yeah, okay, got it. I'll like play with that. But you've told me, my chart says that I'm someone that learns from people and through experimenting and experiment. And so when I took it out of my journal out of my Kindle and I like brought it into my real life. And I was like, going to look for the miracles today. I'm going to share that with the money class and like have that space to facilitate it. I think that's what really made it real for me was that when I just started like bringing it into my real life. And then it's also definitely helpful to have like the other participants in the class, and like this stuff is working for them too. Like, oh my gosh, like that kind of like confirmation was powerful and then I started sharing with my husband and now we've got this whole game going on about what we're receiving. And he got a bunch of free stuff and like cool things have been happening. And it's like, all right, well, whether this is scientific or whatever, it feels really good. So we're going to keep doing it and just playing the game and experimenting. Um, and yeah, that, that in practice that bringing it into my real life, sharing it in my relationships, I think it's what's helped.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Per- like my personal experience, absolutely sharing it, embodying it in my life, sharing it with my people, sharing it with the money class is like every level, it keeps getting better and better. I'm on this journey with everyone as well.
1: Yeah. Isn't that, I love that about what we, how we get to do life. It's yes. that we're all just learning. I'm together. not
0: like teaching from a pulpit. I'm like, Oh, this works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yes read this read this do this, this is, yeah I did the same thing with Mac my husband I was like I even wrote out one of the books has a like a mantra that you repeat every day and I like wrote it out and put it on his bedside <laughs> and I'm like you got to do this you got to read it let's do this together that kind of energy um has been exactly what's come out of this for me
0: oh I love it and didn't he receive free airline tickets in the midst yeah, of this what I'm talking about.
1: free stuff yeah yeah. We went to, during the money class, we went to a baseball game and we're just kind of like riding this vibe, right? We're just playing. And sure enough, some guy comes up to us and is like, do you guys want to enter a raffle or giving away free tickets and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, sure. And we look at each other. And we're like, we're going to win this raffle. Like we just know. And yeah, mm-hmm. we did. <laughs> they called him like a week later and he's like, I won the tickets. And I was like, of course, you know, it's just like funny to watch it unfold. Yeah.
0: It is, and I think too. Talking about free stuff, I think some people could get it tangled up in their head. Like, yeah, but free stuff isn't money, and yet it is because it's actually the universe being like, you don't need to exchange money for this. We're just mm-hmm. going to give it to you. And if it's like uh, airline tickets valued at like let's say five hundred dollars, then it's basically you're receiving five hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, and when I was going to spend my real money to buy airline tickets at some point in this year. Absolutely. The other thing that you shared with us on that point that's been really fun for me is to think about that free money piece right so like finding the places where money's coming to me even when it's not like direct deposit to my bank account and I'm seeing how supported I am great another great example during the money class we like to have get-togethers I like to host and I always put out way too much food and know have people over and i was i was in scarcity when we started the money class so much so that i was annoyed that we had to go to costco and like get food for people we always host we're always the one with the good snacks we always like give all this stuff right and fine okay the party happens and i realized how much stuff people bring us every time we have a party right? We had wine, we had Doritos. I mean, not necessarily stuff that I like needed or like wanted, but I was like, we we got so much. What am I talking about that we always give the food? No, everyone brings stuff and they helped me clean up. And my house is way cleaner now that we hosted and they all helped me keep it clean at the end of the night. Like, Those kinds of things were totally missed, and I would have stayed in scarcity and been the victim and been a cranky hostess with the mostest, you know, whatever. But starting to see how much is always coming to me in different forms of yeah, Doritos and 11 cents. But those are just a few examples of what abundance means to me now.
0: I love it so much, and it's like what you're sharing right now too is money always needs to be in flow. It wants to be flowing money, everything, the Doritos, everything wants to be in flow. I remember
1: telling you again, these like new insights. I'm like, this is what it means that the universe is always expanding. Great. I get it. We're always changing, but like literally it's always being created. So why am I thinking I got to like stop here and control it when it's like, Oh yeah. That thing, like, this is what it means. The universe is always expanding, flowing through me, adding, getting bigger, expanding. Yeah.
0: Yes. It's when we like, we get scared because the universe wants us to expand beyond where we currently are. And we're like, Oh, I better micromanage this. And the universe is like, Oh, I guess I'll try and shrink to fit in your teeny tiny box, but we were going to go much bigger together.
1: Literally, because I remember we were in the midst of unpacking the storage unit and I was trying to control everything. I was like, how much are we going to sell this for on eBay? And that's going to be so much to ship. and no one's going to, you know, like I was like in this nitty gritty thing. And because of my crown, right, it was all in my head. Yeah, so much crown pressure. I had to leave and we go to my in-laws house and I'm kind of talking about, you know, talking it out with my in-laws and my mother-in-law looks down and she's like, "She doesn't believe in anything. Like everything is random. no religion, like don't believe in anything, right? That's her stance, and she's like, "What the heck are you this is weird?" She had her coffee mug on a flyer of the newspaper that said, "You know, rummage sale, may, blah blah blah." And she was like, "Well, this is an idea." <laughs> <laughs> To my husband, I was like, How can she say that nothing is, everything is random? Like, that is another great example of just like the universe giving me these clues, giving us these ideas, these insights. And that friggin' newspaper solved so many headaches that week because it was just like, Well, we're gonna put it all on the lawn on that day. And that is that. And I didn't have to micromanage the whole storage move out process. And I was sharing this in the money class, and you're like, Oh, you don't have to control everything in the universe Hannah and I was like that is profound and I have thought about that so many times not just with money not just with stuff but with so like just what's going on in my head okay I don't have to control every single thing it's been profound yeah
0: mm, and that ramen sale has now happened right
1: it's happened we got a couple hundred bucks, and the local school got a lot of my old sweatshirts
0: but <laughs> that's amazing. And is the storage unit empty now?
1: And the storage unit is empty and we are not paying for that monthly rental fee anymore, which adds up, let me tell you.
0: Yeah, okay, so you've received a bunch of money back essentially in no longer paying the storage unit. You have freed up such a like energy stagnancy situation.
1: And then so, you
0: yeah. actually got some money out of it. And you helped people.
1: Yes. And I hadn't even thought about this element of it too, which we've, I learned in the money class, but I've now created space. Like what's going to come next mm-hmm. because we live in Mexico, all of our stuff was in California. And so I didn't see it, I didn't think about it. But when I did, I got mad <laughs> that we had the storage unit with stuff I didn't want that we were paying for, that's far away. And well, day to day, I think it feels good that I don't have to look at it or think about it. Like that was taking mental real estate of like knowing that it was there, wondering how it was gonna get worked out. And then what we learned in this money class is that like as you release, you just create more space to receive. And so. The sale was on Saturday. So you just reminded me that I can get excited about what's coming. Let's, let's fill that real estate that I had filled up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know you've already gotten a new client from it. So you've already gotten a bunch of money and an exciting person to work with. And I do feel like there's more abundance and something exciting circling you.
1: Mm. I'll I'll believe that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll have faith in you. (laughs) Yeah um okay
0: so what there's something I thought of a second ago while you were telling that story and it's gone now so I'm let's move on yeah what was your biggest so we've talked about all of the epiphanies that you've had all of the embodiment that you've had around money how you have evolved what was your biggest like oh my god this one thing changes everything and I wouldn't normally ask somebody to narrow it down to one thing, but if anyone can do that, Hannah Hermanson, it is you.
1: Well, something came right away. Okay. That is the power of release. So like I have been repeating with some of these mantras that we learned in the class and through the books. And the thing that has really been just like loud and clear, I hear it throughout the day is let whatever needs to go, go and let whatever needs to come, come. And It's still scary, but the amount of fear that I used to live in about losing things, losing clients, losing money, um, not having enough, having to keep everything, um, was exhausting. I'm realizing, and now that I have this new trust that release is part of it, giving is part of abundance, letting people go is part of nature, right? We're Mm -hmm. all on this journey of like receiving and releasing it has Helps with money, but also just like stress. Now I know like no one client can ruin me. But, like if someone leaves, that's great. And I can celebrate some of those things that used to feel like gut punches, right. When like a client ends their contract or I get rejected on a sales call, like as an entrepreneur, like those are like gut punch moments. Especially now, as
0: a four, six, I feel it especially as a four, six. Cause we're like human. I love you. I want to connect with you. Oh, you don't love me. Oh,
1: take it personally. And I relates to that whole thing. I was telling you, Oh, now I'm not smart. Now I'm not good at my job. Mm-hmm. Now all these other things, but now it's like, Oh, she wasn't meant for me. Great. Like, thank you for releasing because now I have space for what is meant for me yes. and that trust, right. Of like the universe is always working out always has your back right all those clichés really to me come down to this understanding that release is natural and to embrace it instead of trying to sh- control or shy away from that being part of the process
0: yeah it's not like we're always can you imagine if we just inhaled all the time and never exhaled i mean we'd explode we need to release it's part of the process and every time we, there's actually a, um, well, I guess it's science around. It. I don't even know the right word. But basically, if you are to maximize your performance in this work was done with runners, you want to exhale, take like a big let out a big exhale before you're about to run hard, like before you're about to do a sprint so that you can take in a big, clean inhale at the start of your, of Mm. your fast bit. And it's like, you know, we got to release so the new can come in.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense actually, but it's scary, right? Like we don't like to let go of things or be rejected or we make so much meaning out of that stuff, but that, that's the biggest thing for me because it's impacted my mental health. It's impacted my business. It's impacted my bank account. It's impacted my relationship, my trust with the universe. And I also saw it really clearly because there was a point and in was, this is during the money class in my business where, um, because we do marketing for coaches, I'm the bottleneck. Like there's only so much I can do. There's only so much I can create. And so, um, I have, I have a team and I delegate things and I joyfully pay them to do some of the work for me, but I was in scarcity and I was like, I got to take on projects. I just have to hoard the money, hoard the work. And I started doing that for a couple of weeks. And then I started getting these, you know, lessons from the money class about releasing. And it was just so obvious to me that I was holding myself and my earning potential back. So I started to release projects and I started to create more space And this is where a lovely 26 grand was then able to find me, right? Because I released the work. Yeah, I had to pay my team, but I had joy around that thanks to the money class. And then I created space for our best month ever, an additional 26 grand that month, because I had released and I had created that space. And so that's like the tangible and like great for my mental health and great that I feel so much better first and foremost. But then these like real gifts from the universe, (laughs) like following, following that effort, um, was joyous.
0: And so during the money class, you received 26, 26 grand you hired. And did you hire a new team member?
1: Yep. Hired a new team member. Okay.
0: Um, your husband received free airline tickets. You
1: also, my husband also got us out of a contract that we didn't want to be in. So that was like another 11 or 13 grand that we got out of. We didn't have to complete. So that was great.
0: What else uh, came your way?
1: At the rummage sale, um, several new clients, new projects, like that kind of supports that additional 26 grand that was gifted. Um, I was also featured on the cover of a magazine, an opportunity to talk about my business and my work came up. and so that was delightful and i'm seeing benefits of that you know coming back in in the form of money because people want to work with us now um how else did i receive so these are the big ones oh i slept better because i was giving i was trusting i got a lot more sleep during the money class because i wasn't up thinking about where's the next dollar coming from how how tight can i make this door for money i stopped doing that so much yeah
0: As you said that, I just got an image of, um, I recently, well, kind of recently watched the Alice in Wonderland, the more recent version of Alice in Wonderland. And like, you know, the little door when everything, you know, when she gets huge and then the door is so tiny, it's like you were making money, this teeny tiny door and like go in here. And it was like flying around
1: and it has to be hard and me figuring it out. I mean, there's somewhere in my chart too, the, like, I can do it myself I was really just getting in my own way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you got out of your own way. And I love how you said you were gifted 26K. You didn't say like, I got 26K, but you were gifted because it was all just abundance flowing through these clients straight to you, to your money palace.
1: Yeah. And I want to be careful with this because I don't want the flip To be true, but this is right where we like can choose our beliefs and can choose, you know, what benefits us and what doesn't, but it really felt like a reward for finally doing the work for like finally listening to these cliches, like finally showing up for this relationship that I wanted to change with money for finally letting go, for finally playing the energetic game, not just talking about it, thinking about it, reading about it. Like, I really felt like it was the universe being like, yes, good. Yes. Keep going. Like they were like on the sidelines, like this is what we've been trying to get to you, you know? And that is why I feel like it's been gifted because it didn't necessarily change my strategies or change my hustle. Or I just started doing the energetic work that Needed to be done, I guess.
0: Yes. And what do you think
1: made you ready
0: to actually start doing the energetic work?
1: Man, that's a great question because it felt like I was ready. Of course, I'm ready to have a million dollar business. And of course, I'm ready to receive and have my house. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. But I think that I had, I was reading a bunch of books, like I said, doing the journaling, doing the work. And I think I was just to a point where I was like, sick and tired of being sick and tired. I think we'd get to those points sometimes like before transformation where it's like, this is exhausting. I'd take, i have like efforted against the universe for long enough. And then your email, it was just like a holy heck. Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Kelsey's doing the money. Yes. Like it was just like in front of me, I couldn't say no. I remember I was sitting right here. I remember I'm like, I have to do this. This is exactly it. Like there was that kind of serendipity, if you will. Um, but also just enough time of living in the resistance of being tired and like, there's gotta be a different way I'm open. And then here's, it is in my inbox. Thank you universe for the opportunity to do, to do what I say I want to do.
0: I love that. And I love, like, I think some, for me, sometimes I feel like I'm tempted to only look for miracles in my inbox. And sometimes I'm tempted to only look outside myself or like outside in nature for miracles. And yet, because there are so many different doors and windows that miracles can come to me. There's it's oh, there's always a possibility of receiving miracles.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm learning that I'm learning that. And I think that's another thing I wanted to mention at some point that I sort of escaped my train of speak is that it is something I show up for every day. Like I still like have the instinct to like go check my bank account. Like that's what I have to do. And it's like, okay, why are we doing this? Are we going to experience what experience are we going to have doing this? And you know, it really is that rewiring work that I feel like I'm showing up for. And yeah, it feels like the universe is like playing trumpets when I do the math and I see, Oh great. 26 grand this month or extra this month. Um, But I also definitely recognize how this is going to be like a, a lifelong practice. And so I'm so glad that I did the experiment with the money class and like have these tools because I sense that there'll be another level or another time where I'm like, okay, this level has run its course and be ready for the next one. I don't know if that made sense. It made sense to me. The process of leveling up. Okay, good. made sense Um, to you. And I
0: remembered is. what I wanted to say way back. You were talking about that storage unit and how every time you'd think about it, you felt angry,
1: angry.
0: and that's your emotional wave. That's your like your emotional authority saying not this. This has got to go.
1: Yeah. Oh, but did you... the other thing I got.
0: Yeah. Go what? I was going to say, did oh. you know it had to go before you like were standing in it?
1: Oh yeah, that definitely was like, I never wanted to do this. (laughs) Um, There was too many circumstances at the time of our initial move. It just, it always felt heavy and hard and bad and annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, so that when you were saying that, I'm like, oh, I remember something else I got during the class because there's another example that became very clear, needed to change, but I had no idea. So my husband and I have been working on this project, a website project, like, Lots of time, energy, it was just for fun. And we had kind of been spinning our wheels for a long time. And so with this new lens, we got a bill for the project. And I was really angry still, like, even I'm doing the money class, I I still had that moment of like, oh, I'm so angry about this bill. So I boxed Kelsey and I was like, this is bringing up so much. I want to pay it joyfully, but how do I get there? Because I don't want to pay this joyfully right now at all. And you said something along the lines of, so is this bill helping you see like what's working and what's not working? And not necessarily like it's just bad and I'm mad about it, but rather, okay, money is always talking to us, right? It's, it's just another clue in the universe of like how things are going. And so when I was able to then shift it and see, oh, we've invested this much so that we can learn that it's not working. And I'm so glad that we did that because now we know that's not the thing. So we can set that down. We can thank and pay for that lesson and move on. And that's also just relieved so much thinking and stressing about this, like passion project we were forcing at that point to now, again, be open to receiving other projects and other opportunities.
0: Yeah. Money is always being like, Hey, look over here. And your emotions are too. Hey, look at this. And if we're like, no, I don't want to look at that. That makes me angry. Oh, well then maybe look at it because it makes you angry and it's got to go.
1: Hey, look at this. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. That's a write this down for people, I feel like. <laughs> hey, look at this.
0: What are you being invited to look at? You're asking me? No, I'm, as- I'm asking the audience on that. Although oh, yeah. if there's something for you, I want to know the answer.
1: Like I feel like we kind of talked all about that. I know. <laughs> but yes, I'm glad that the audience is now looking within themselves. Yes, for that question.
0: Um... Now for you, Hannah, I'm back to talking to you. Um, is there, what else do we need to cover here?
1: Okay. I want to, sh- um, share this other piece. Um, because as much as that, you know, like we're calling in money, that's all good and exciting, but there are also, like you said, these things to look at. So debt was like a big, bad, nasty thing and super scary and made me a bad person because I had debt, you know, that whole story. And now like with this trust and like with this understanding, my motive, my motivation has totally changed, right? It's not about like paying off debt or you have to earn this money because of this thing, or you have to hit this goal, but now to just like trust that like, okay, again, that's a lesson I'm learning that happened for a reason, like all of that kind of positive thinking, I think is important to not just think about the, the earning and the accumulating and the creating more, but also, you know, if there's a balance, that's what I'm calling it now, a balance instead of debt, debt is gross, but a balance, um, the, this like energetic work has really given me permission to look at that in a different way and be grateful even for it, which I think I want to share that because I know a lot of people live in shame about that and have a lot of anger, or bad things about that. So just wanted to like bring that to the table because um, there's even gratitude and lessons and some looking at that, that has been powerful for me and hopefully others.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think it's so important to recognize that that debt, Allowed you to do something that you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. So, thank you, money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a this, this, I don't, I don't know where I picked this up, but um, the phrase that you just chose to pay for something over time. You chose to pay for your university over time, not when you were 20 and now you have some student debt. Okay. You didn't pay for your car all at once. You didn't pay for your house all at once. And like, having that empowerment, like, Oh, I'm choosing to pay this off over time. Thank you money for the opportunity to have had that experience or done that thing or bought that thing. And yeah, we're just paying it off over time.
0: Exactly. It's like a gym membership. You pay every month.
1: And sometimes your credit card pays you back. We talked about that too, like points and things you can get. So Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) it's always money always wants to come back to you or more money, money heard that it was such a good time hanging out with you. The other, other money is like, Oh, I want to go to Hannah's house.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Palace, my yes. retreat that I've created for money my mental imagery of where money gets to hang out when it hangs out with me, it's not just a house. It is a very nice palace retreat center for money.
0: <laughs> and it has a pool, right? Just like
1: of course, multiple has. and slides yeah. and cabana boys and mm-hmm. <laughs> anything you'd like.
0: <laughs> Isn't it a five-star
1: resort? Yes, that's my yeah.
0: Of course. <laughs> Whereas mine, I there are some five-star resort aspects to mine, and mine has a lot of zip lines and water slides and super comfy it. couches and it's super playful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this kind of energy, you know. This sound, might sound really silly if you're in a really negative relationship with money where it's bad and you got to control it and it's never been good to you. And Kelsey, I mean, you're the poster child for playing and bringing joy to everything. And this money, bringing it to money, like I said, I knew I wanted to change the relationship because I did have a lot of shame and angst about it. And now when you ask me at the top of the show, it's like giddy, it's silly. We're at a resort. It's coming, it's going, it's here, it's there, it's everywhere. <laughs> Good stuff.
0: It is, and it's so fun and so sassy. All right. So any closing words, Hannah?
1: Take the money class. Can that be it? <laughs> that
0: can be it. That can be it. Next money class is coming, coming at you in July. Yeah. Stay tuned for details. I love you so much. So now people have been feeling your energy, know how amazing you are, and perhaps they want to hire you. How can they go about learning more about you and connecting with you?
1: Yeah. So if you're interested in the marketing side of things, you can head over to my website, dreamlifeisreallife.com. And it also might be fun for you to come check out my podcast, which you'll also find on the website. Our Dream Life is Real Life podcast is a place that we can continue the conversation. You can get more of these vibes, and there'll be ways to reach out to me there. But Dream Life is Real Life is the thing to search.
0: And just keep saying that too, because Hannah is such a good example. Well, both of us are that Dream Life is Real Life.
1: Yeah. And it's an affirmation. I told you all my affirmation about the house and the pool. Like if you type, Dream life is real life into your keyboard. You're like getting closer to yours. Mm -hmm. So take that NLP. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Love you too.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. You can find more Hannah at dreamlifeisyourlife.com. You can find more Kelsey at KelseyAbbott.com. You can find out more about the money class at KelseyAbbott.com and through my emails. And of course, continue listening to the Find Your Awesome podcast, please. If this episode resonated with you and you wanna share it with all your people, please do it. And if you're inspired to do so, please head over to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and leave the Find Your Awesome podcast a five-star rating and a glowing review. Thank you so much. You are a miracle. You are fabulous. I adore you. I'm so grateful for you. Go forth and be awesome.